Hello, welcome to the apartment. I'm Asfali. This is Ali Baluch, and we are the number one video podcast on the internet. Yes, we bring in our favorites. I don't care what your favorites are. We bring in our favorite actors, influencers, diverse actors, influencers, comedians, athletes, musicians, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They ha- also happen to be your favorites. They happen to be your favorites, mm-hmm. but like. Priority is our, like, we make sure they're our favorites first. Mm-hmm. And then if we, we don't like them, then how will you like them? Exactly. Oh, that's a great point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we sit with them and we talk about their background, their influences, their um, inspirations, and mm-hmm. just a bunch of other things. And uh, by the way, before we get started, <laughs> oh, this God. episode oh, is sponsored. Uh, we have to give a shout out to our okay, sponsors. It's sponsored by Adidas. Adidas. Do you like running fast, but actually you're just sitting on your couch all the time? Wear an Adidas track jacket. Be comfortable. Like, I'm. Oh my God, I'm wearing the entire yeah. outfit today. You're wearing the whole I'm outfit. wearing the, the pants and the jacket, and I'm so comfortable. Get your Adidas thing. Uh, let it's them comfortable know. for exercising, jogging, or in Ali's case, uh, eating chicken wings on your sofa. I, I'm sure everyone can agree with me. And mm-hmm. that's if you want to be comfortable eating your chicken wings while you watch Netflix, wear this outfit. Also, if you want more of the apartment, if you want behind the scenes, outtakes, and just like things, deleted scenes, yes, we uploaded to our Patreon. Become a Patreon. Yes, uh, please. A patron. Patron. I think it's Patreon. Patreon? But why is it spelled Patreon on the website? But like the person who pledges. Is it patron? Patron. Become a patron. Uh, $1 a month, mm-hmm. and you get really cool things. And in the future, we will be giving out really dope, like little, like, a swag like Maybe we'll stickers and, and bumper Adidas stickers. track jacket Adidas for when you want to look fast but really you just wanted something comfortable to sit on the plane in Adidas mm-hmm. sponsored the apartment uh-huh. uh, but this week uh, so check us out on uh, Patreon and yes. uh, a link will be in the description uh, this week we have a comedian oh who what a guy he when we mentioned in the podcast he's our third Iranian he's our third Iranian which is, which is a great uh, benchmark uh, mm-hmm. but we he you can find him on Mad TV. So He's Mad TV, Mad TV, like growing up, Mad TV was before SNL. Yeah. I don't know how it was here, but mm-hmm. on the on yeah. the so we'd be at my grandma's and we'd watch Mad TV, and you know we had Will Sasso, Air mm-hmm. Spears, Bobby Lee, and they had all these great uh, Malcolm uh, Mal- Malcolm McDonald, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stewart, he played Stewart. Like no, uh, Michael McDonald. Is that what, Michael? Who's Michael? Michael. Well, regardless of what he is, his last name is McDonald, <laughs> yeah. and he it's played definitely Michael. And he Malcolm play- McDonald sounds like a strong black man, <laughs> and that's definitely what I he think not, I was getting him confused with Malcolm Gladwell. Okay, the you need author. to stop. You need to stop reading. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so Matt TV went off air in 2009, mm-hmm. but they made a comeback this year, and we have one of the new cast members. Yes, yeah, Amir K. We have Amir K. Yep, he's super funny. And we talk about everything. Everything, man. Yeah. We get into um, stand up, uh, his parents immigrating. Yeah, the the stock market crash. Yeah, he was uh, involved or in the, the the bailout, the whole like yeah, he was the involved housing in the housing market. Yeah. And then, you know, switching your dreams. Uh, Argo. Argo. He with, was in Argo with Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, yeah. So all that. Yeah. So get into it, have a seat, put on your favorite uh, Adidas track jacket. Adidas for when you have nothing better to do. Uh, then watch a one-hour-long YouTube podcast. And yeah, get comfortable for you guys at home watching this. But if you're driving, eyes on the road, and you know, ears sure you- on that uh, iTunes or SoundCloud. Yeah, seatbelt, buckle up. Mm-hmm. Have fun. This is Amir K. Today, yes. Today on the apartment, we. 
What's the podcast called? Uh, the, apartment. The, the apartment. Oh, you get nice. the very meta, right? <laughs> very meta. Yeah. So what do we have today? Gary, we have we have Amir K. Mm-hmm. He is a stand-up comedian. Yes, and actor. Yes, you've uh, seen him on. He's been on a lot of things. Uh, any, Academy, <laughs> the Academy Award-winning best film, uh, Argo. Oh God! Yeah. Oh yeah! Crush that! You, uh, yeah, bank to you. Mad see. TV. He's recently on the new re-up of mad tv, mad TV. on the cw yes and you can see him every night crushing it hey, crushing it doing stand up yeah hey welcome to the apartment thank you so Thanks much for, for having it. me this is so fun man i feel like we did a podcast before the podcast <laughs> and, and that's what we do we, we yeah. have the podcast yeah, ali before. was cruising around if you guys want to really get an insight mm-hmm. ali was getting toilet paper i was going uh, Seth and I were just sitting here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, sometimes your guests <laughs> just have to get up and go in the middle of uh, the interview. So that's fine. We don't cut. Yeah. If you oh, take yeah. a shit. Yeah. You leave the door open and we don't cut. That's great. Well, you yeah. take yeah. the mic and in there. And everything was great when I first started. <laughs> <laughs> shit. You carry the mic in there with if you. If you don't have a squatty potty, I'm not going. I do have a squatty do potty. Do you? On that's, God. Dude, that's it's a the game best. changer. Dude. Yeah. Because I went to India. Yeah. And that's. That's, that's how you do it. Doing. This it's is a natural so, dude, squatty potty out there. Dude, I swear. Uh, you know who got me onto that? David Dude. You know? That's the best, yeah. David Dude. Mm-hmm. Yes, he got me. Dude, he sent me one. Oh, really? Yeah, Amazon. Yeah, because he came over and he's like, Change dude, you got life. it. He's like, he, I did it with a shoebox for yeah. a little bit. Okay. He's like, use some shoeboxes. I'm like, dude, this is amazing. Your and DIY. Like, mm-hmm. Dude, like in a week, because he stayed at my house for a couple of days and then he went back to New York. And like in a week or some shit, I had a I had one at my door <laughs> and he sent it to me. Very nice. Oh, I sent that as a wedding gift. Did you? To my cousin. That's, that's I was, perfect. I was like, hey, man, I think you this, know, this will... will help you through the divorce. <laughs> oh, God. It's one thing he takes with him. <laughs> I was like, I you was like, keep the kids. Yeah, I'll take the I'll squatty, take the squatty potty. potty. Yeah. I was like, do I carry this into like, how do I, I don't 100% you do. Yes. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you carry it into like yeah. the wedding, like mm-hmm. wrapped or oh, yeah. just like, or I was like, do I give it to you afterwards? I, I don't know. I would have, I would have had the ring bearer present that with the ring. Oh yeah, <laughs> with the squatty potty, and they go and your ring and your squatty potty. <laughs> the, the ring on the squatty potty as a kid. You know what I think down. is the next level squatty potty 2.0 what's is that? one that's like collapsible that you can take with you when you travel. Ooh. Portable squatty potty. That's what's yes. up. The, oh, it's patent that right now. It's kind of weird shitting now with that one. Yeah, yeah, it really is. It, it is. really is. Because I'll go to someone's house and I'm just like, uh, yeah. do I lift my legs? What? What a game changer! What a yeah. good product mm-hmm. someone invented. And it's so simple because like Sometimes I, have, I do ballet toes. Do you? If I don't oh, oh yeah, you like that? Yeah, yeah like, does that like turn that. into a creature? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I feel like you'd get on top of the toilet. Yeah. I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love how there's. <laughs> like, they have that like on some. Where was I? Like you know, some toilets show yeah. you like that's not how you're supposed yeah, to use yeah. it because yeah. some people think you stand on the fucking on the seat. Well, because those yeah. are, are usually in places where people live or usually Third poop in the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. So they're just like, hey, man, can you that. not be fucking Gollum from Lord of the Rings <laughs> on my toilet right now? <laughs> That's hilarious. I love how there's like different, there's like the broke man squatty potty. I have like the basic, the white plastic yeah, one, right? Yeah, me too. And Is then there there's fancy ones? Oh, yeah, there's like, there's the, like the wood the ones. Oh, it's, really? a, it's like nice, like looking like very high-end, like wood. I think I might product. upgrade, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and those are like $40. And then there's... I got the plastic I'm out, I'm out. I got the plastic one because I was like, what if this is bullshit? Yeah. Yeah, no, the plastic's legit. I went to Target and just got it. Did you guys order it online? I got no, it online. Uh, Dave sent me mine. Oh, okay. Well, if you guys want to get yours, uh, use promo code apartment. And this <laughs> brought to you by Squatty Potty. This was the best commercial for Squatty Potty uh, ever without anybody even yeah. knowing. Hey, can you get we us a, gave them a commercial and we gave them an up sponsorship right there? Dude, hit, hit Squatty Potty up. That's such a good sponsor. And we'll it's such use an easy entire. thing to pitch. Yeah, yeah. Squatty Potty. It's the shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that, that joke was so good. He mugged the both cameras. <laughs> that was great. Awesome. 
So oh let's get into God. some let's, real shit. Let's get into some real shit, huh? The real yeah. shit. Yeah. The real shit. Yes. Uh, we want to know about you. We want to know about your background, your influences, your your aspirations. So you are actually our third Iranian mm-hmm. on no the podcast. Shit. I'm glad 30. I made it. You fucks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the third Iranian. There's like four. There's two of us doing we it. We had the Shah. <laughs> there's two guys doing it, and I'm the third. Who the fuck else? It's the Shah of Iran. Yeah, we yeah. have the sh- yeah. yeah. Then, um, then, we have Ayatollah. He came in, and then yo, and then yeah. Yeah. No, no. And we have Amadina Jad coming in yeah, the next, yeah, next week. week so. He's coming in to say the Holocaust never happened. Yeah. And then we have uh, <laughs> in Gold his little King. men's warehouse suit. Yeah. <laughs> and we fucking shave every now and then. You're the fucking president. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. He's like, no, no, no. I'm keeping not, it very casual. Not today, yeah, dude. Very casual. Yeah. And then we have Gold Gosh coming in. So we <laughs> oh, have the entire yeah. lineup of like amazing, the dude. who's who's of Iran. Nah. Uh, so, you know, did you grow up in Iran? Or were you born and raised there? Or, or did you, uh, or when did your family? Uh, yeah, I was born there. I was born there, and then we moved. Uh, you know, it was after the revolution. You know, seventy nine or whatever. We, I was born uh, after that, and then we came in eighty five. Oh, okay. So I was like four years now, old. Now, uh, at the t- okay, so you 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 were four now, Tehran. Yeah. Oh, what's okay. That? Oh, yeah, yeah. We were, I was born in Tehran. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then, uh, then we came shortly after that because you know it was fucked up. We were at war yeah. with Iraq, you know, yeah. and like. And uh, it was pretty crazy. I remember those are like my earliest memories. Oddly enough, is that remembering like the planes going over and so oh, my brother, fuck. my dad would actually take my brother up up to the roof or something and like sh- you know when the planes were coming across and like dropping bombs and shit. Like oh, that's crazy. you know you would, you would hear and see them and then you'd all go down into your like basement little bomb shelter. Now did all of your family leave? No, just mo- you guys? Like, most of my mom's side is still. A lot of them stayed. You know, just like a few of us wow. came. And my dad just wanted to get us out of there because it was just not, you know, he didn't see a good environment for us to grow up. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad he did. I can't imagine being a comp, like, you know, yeah. being this guy. What do you guys want? What are you thinking about? You just be like the tea guy. Yeah. Like the funny tea guy. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like at the party. Like, did you guys hear about this? I'm at once. Yeah. <laughs> like, around the and they're like, my. <laughs> They're like, I'm here so funny. <laughs> he is so fucking funny. Can you bring me some more grand? Grand, you're. It's a uh, sugar. Uh, <laughs> did you, uh, when you, when you guys came here, where did you guys settle into? Uh, uh, we moved to the city of orange, like randomly. Cause, mm-hmm. and I'm so glad we didn't. Cause I had an aunt and an uncle that, and you know, cousins that yeah. moved to Houston. And so we were supposed to like go to Houston. That's my mom's sister. Yeah. They went to Houston and I'm so glad we didn't dude. Cause like, it would have been tough for you. Yeah. I just, I just, you know, I don't know. I, cause I've been there and then it's yeah. like weird and you know, so this I'm is just in, glad we settled in Cali because okay. you know we came and we moved to the city of Orange. Mm-hmm. Okay, where's that at? So like it's like so. inland, like if Orange County. Oh, like yeah. Everyone thinks the beach when you think Orange County, but this is like inland, probably like yeah. 20 minutes. Was there a big uh, Iranian uh, community when you guys came? Not where we were, mm-hmm. but very close to where we were was uh, Irvine, California, mm-hmm. which is like fucking packed with Iranians. Yeah, and we didn't. But I grew up like not around very many. Oh, you know, just a few family members. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, and then just a couple random kids in school, you know. So your parents just like, what did they do for work when they came out here? Uh, well, my dad kind of gave up everything and then yeah. came out here. He was like a developer out there. He that had, seems like, like the recurring thing. Like everyone gives like, up everything yeah. and then they move out, and that's why it's like the sacrifice that they made for us is pretty incredible. Yeah. And so that's why the pressure's on, you know, for mm-hmm. like not pursuing your fucking, you know, academic thing, you yeah. know. The, that route right so i was like shit i gotta make something happen and i always wanted to do stand-up and stuff but it's like that weight of like hey dude you got to be success in something you know like and you know for that sacrifice to mean something yeah and also it was just they wanted to make sure we were we were successful in in some sort they brought us here for that you know what i mean it's like that's 
that's the weight of it. It's that you don't like, have to leave again because yeah. you're like, Kami didn't yeah, work fuck, out. We have to go to Mexico now. <laughs> <laughs> We're moving down. I'm going to build a wall, but I'm, I'm going to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> how, how long did it take you to learn English when you were here, like in school? I'm still a little bit uh, <laughs> oh, you're, you're teaching it. <laughs> I mean, learning it. No, uh, it took me. Dude, it was crazy because I do a lot of characters in my yeah. act, you know? Uh, and, and I think that's because that I, I like I didn't know English when I came. So I, I learned by mimicking the other kids. You know what I mean? Like oh. I learned by like watching them talk. I, yeah. Dude, they dropped me off in fucking kindergarten. I remember like bawling my eyes out because I, I was like, imagine you're a kid. I don't know what's going on. You know yeah, what I mean? You don't they even know where you are. A, they brought me from a place that yeah. I speak to every I understand everybody. And then you come somewhere and all you understand is your mom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Shit. And like you're like, what the fuck is this? Like, what, what is it? And then I remember I'd go to, I went to school. And these kids are like, hey, you know, that's yeah. what it sounds like to me, you know, like, hey, well, how are you? you know? yeah. It's like, you're, like, you're a you kid saying? going, what are these kids saying? And it just was scary. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I would learn just by like mimicking them. And yeah. And how long, but how long that would like into first grade, were you able to like commute? Cause like, I can, I yeah, can't I even like, wrap my mind around, you know, being left at, especially I at a I young don't remember. age. Yeah, I just, just know that happened. I was just like, yeah, making that I would just like, you know. You probably interact picked it up with the kids. Quickly. I'm sure I did. Like and at that age, you know, it's like pretty easy. I yeah, guess. Yeah. Like you absorb everything quickly. Yeah. I think I had a Mexican accent for the first three years. Probably. Though. I was like, with <laughs> a lot of like, come on, mom, let's go to the park. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> was your neighborhood predominantly like Mexican? It was like, American, or? Well, I, I think it was like a mix of my neighborhood. Yeah. was like a real mix of every, everything. Yeah. And at that time, I think there was a lot of Vietnamese kids in our school, which oh, was really? crazy. Yeah. But I think it was from, you know, <clears> that they had a whole migration you know yeah. out of vietnam at a yeah. certain time so there was a lot of kids i remember a lot of vietnamese kids mexican kids uh some black you know African so there's American vietnamese and, kids also doing a mexican accent yeah they're like come on let's all go for <laughs> but it was just like yeah a lot of mexicans though i remember yeah. that like you know just a lot of my friends are mexican right, right. growing up and yeah, yeah. white there's a lot of white kids and then mm -hmm. it just like there was like a border of you know, um, Orange, the city of Orange was really mixed. And mm -hmm. like right around there was like some nicer areas. Like yeah. The little park where I ended up going to high school was like a really nice, oh, that's nice part area. of Now, how did you like parents uh, adjust to the, the change and everything? Because every time I always think about like how it was for us, yeah. like getting into like the school system and like in the neighborhoods and kids. Yeah. But I'm moving always, to a new neighborhood. Yeah. And it's crazy. And yeah, I like, always I'm in forget. Korea town. Yeah. And I always forget like <laughs> the struggles our folks had. Oh, you know? dude. I can't imagine. Like yeah. I can't imagine my dad. You know, being 32, 33, yeah. I did, you know what I mean? I'm 35 yeah. right yeah. now. I couldn't fuck. I, dude, I have a dog and I get high sometimes and forget I have yeah. a dog. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like he moved his whole life. <coughs> so you could came, do that. Yeah. So he came and with 33, 30, you know, yeah. and he, and he, so I could be high and forget. <laughs> I'll take my yeah. son. He'll Thank get you. high I, with his I, dog someday. <laughs> I like how my dad's Indian in your story. I will take my dog. He was going to be a fucking high man. You are going to be the highest high guy ever. You're going to eat so much masala in America. <laughs> No, but uh, yeah, I can't imagine. And my mom was a fucking kid. Oh. You know, she was like a kid. Like she was like 21, 22. What? You know what I'm saying? Damn. Like there, you yeah. know, there's a little age difference. But like she's right. like 22, 23. I can't imagine, dude, with two kids, Just doesn't speak like, English. Yeah. You know, and she's all of a sudden in a new fucking like country without her family, dude. All her family's in Iran. You have no support system Bro, out here. It was insane. And that's the the person I'm going to see t today yeah. is yeah. Laverne, my American grandma, who. Uh, was like the first person they met. It was so funny. Like, that helped him out. Yeah, we met at like a swimming class or something. Like we, my mom took us to like some swimming thing. Yeah. Like at the local the Orange High School. Yeah, yeah, And Laverne had like all her grandkids and stuff there. Aww. So like she's like this older lady that was very it? sweet. And yeah, and then my mom was there, like didn't know how to like dress or be. Like she's like showing up with like high heels to the pool, you know, like yeah, she thought yeah. you had to like dress fancy to go to this thing. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, it was so funny. She, and they became <laughs> friends and she kind of took 
my mom under her wing and was like, hey, this is, you know, acclimated her to the culture and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was very cool. It's so odd that I'm going to actually see her. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, did you uh, go through college uh here or did you get just i went back to iran for college uh studied at the university of esfahan i'm kidding <laughs> i studied in uh, mechanics in bioengineering with a graduation he, he got a full Ceremony. ride <laughs> yeah i a got full a ride full Scott. ride to uh mamshakat uh, university with a minor in <laughs> lolology you were the head of the football team yeah i was it's just like, what is the football, football? Team? I go, don't worry about it soccer just, just go long yeah <laughs> just keep going long <laughs> I'll throw you the pig skin. They go, I can't touch that. It's pig skin. Yeah. So before you got into comedy, yeah. um, did you go, <coughs> did you want to do comedy at a young age or was it something that you kind of fell into where you like, you're like, oh, I think I might be good at this. Or was it like a passion that you really want to go forward with? No, I always, I always did. You know, I was like class clown and funny in school. Yeah. And like, if you look at it, like any, if I go back and look at my yearbooks, it wasn't like a stretch that I was doing stand up now. You know? Right. So I always wanted to do it. And I remember like, you know, early on, like even in like fifth grade or some shit, like I would do, like I had a teacher, Mr. Smith, and mm -hmm. he was like super funny. And I was like, oh shit, I, maybe I can be a funny teacher. I was like trying yeah. to figure out like what, or I was like, this is really cool. Living at your boy meets world. Yeah, life, like. yeah. I was like, I'll be a funny teacher. You know, this guy's <laughs> fucking hilarious. And you read yeah. this book and then do the characters in the book when you'd read it to oh, us. Oh, nice. Yeah, so those like, oh, those oh, are the best teachers. Yeah, and he was so fucking funny and cool and like, I'll never forget that he was very, like, r real, like, you know, influence, I guess. Yeah. And then, uh, he then the book and then he would let us he let us do a play and let me and like a couple of guys in class like a couple of people in class do a play based off the book and it was like the most fun I ever had and we performed it for the class and I was like this is so fucking fun yeah and the kids would laugh at us and shit I'm like oh I think that's really when I was like oh cool it's funny when teachers like do it. that that's the only part of the class you remember I, I swear to God but yeah. no he was so cool and he'd have like these like little like um, riddles that he'd yeah. have up every day so you'd, you'd put in your answer and then he'd like read back everyone's answer and like make fun of the people that were you know it was like it was just really <laughs> fucking cool yeah, yeah. and then like later on in seventh grade I had another it was always like the series of teachers that yeah. like encouraged you when they saw like a you know some sort of a seed of like any sort of creativity or like whatever yeah. you do or, yeah yeah you know like you're able to entertain yeah them. those are like the best teachers because not only do they impact your life but like they actually like can help you learn they actually care oh about dude it. I, I paid more attention in it, those classes than anything else yeah because you know, it was more engaging and it was a way exactly that, and like you actually gave a shit when yeah you and up, i cared like, this is fun totally and i would like read the books or i would read the thing that i needed to do because i, I was looking forward to like you know the interaction in class yeah, yeah. well yeah. before you did stand up what mm. kind of jobs and stuff did you well do? hold on did yeah. you did you go to college or did i you went to ucla yeah yeah oh, so i awesome. did um i did i did do that and i did the whole school thing and it, like i said the you know the the pressure of like you know your parents telling you and you know we're all kind of a similar mm -hmm. background yeah. um they, they would tell you, you know like since you're a kid you know like go to school but that was instilled in you because of the sacrifice they made i'm you know i'm thinking they're like they want us to be successful it's not in, coming from a it's not coming from a bad place of like oh you know, I want to control your life. They just no. want to make sure that you're cool later on in life. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And they know that's yeah. the easiest way and the best way. They're to like, do it. I left all of my friends, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you, need you to can make money. Not, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what did you study when you were in uh, in school? Uh, I studied history and political science. Oh, and, um, were you trying to be a lawyer? Yeah, me too. I just thought, like, me you know, I was everyone. So a lot of every comic think that goes like, "Oh, I just do that, and then we'll be funny lawyers or some shit." Or like, <laughs> dude, and I would study in the law library. This yeah. was the most fucking depressing place. So depressing. I would study at the law library at UCLA just to see like what it's. Dude, I would see the same dude like behind crying. the same stack of books for like a week. I'm like, did you even go home, dude? Yeah, and yeah. I was like, this isn't the life that I want. Yeah, yeah. And it's I was funny doing how like we think we're gonna be funny, Lord. Too, like we're gonna show up and be yeah. like, 
How could he kill him? I mean, yeah. come and do like a funny yeah. voice, and they're like, "Come on, man!" Yeah, everyone, dude. Moz talks about it too. I think Moz has this similar story. Like yeah. a lot of comics, I think, had that like law school thing yeah, for yeah. some reason because it know. requires like talking. Yeah, yeah, and like, then you're like presenting something. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, I don't know, but I'm so glad Which I didn't do that. A complete disservice to the profession. Yeah, of you're the like, this, guy, this guy's on trial for fuck. murder. I'm and just gonna fuck around. He's doing set up punch. Fuck you, man. Let me run my Leno set first, and then <laughs> my opening monologue. He's like, I don't know, I don't know. I just wrote this in the car. He didn't do it like the alibi calling over. The- <laughs> uh, these are just some ideas that I'm working on right now. Just hear me out, and then we'll get to the case. Now, were you doing stand up while you were in college? No, you know what's funny is like uh, I didn't do stand up, but I was uh, I I was I was in junior college at, yeah. at a certain point before I did. Because in high school, I kind of I was just it was a social thing for me. High school was like I was just like. Like the lunch or the nutrition, you know, the break times where yeah. I could go and like make f- do fucking jokes and walk around mm-hmm. the school and fuck around with all my friends and stuff. That was the fun part for me. Yeah. And so like I kind of fucked up toward the end. I didn't graduate with the best GPA, so I didn't uh, have an option to be like transferring to good schools. Yeah. So I went to junior college, uh, that Orange Coast College, mm-hmm. and um, kind of got my shit together. I was like, mm-hmm. dude, fuck, my, come on. Yeah. I was like, I, come on, you got to get it together. Yeah. And I did uh, for a few years. I enrolled in like the honors program, but at mm-hmm. the same time, any elective that I would have, I would, I would go into like a theater performance type yeah. of elective. Mm-hmm. And I enrolled in the theater rep there. So it was like, you know, nice. and there was improv and there was a comedy show type of thing that we did there. And it was so fun for me. I got to write my own sketches and do that. And that's all I look forward to there. But m- meanwhile, like, you know, getting the grades up and the GPA up yeah. with the honors thing to transfer. Yeah. Did you do any plays? Book. I didn't do plays. I did okay. it. I did this like it was like a sketch troupe. Mm-hmm. It was like theater rep 142, and you enroll in that, and then you do. Um, it was kind of like the CBS Showcase type of thing, yeah, you know, like yeah, where yeah. you just do a sketch thing, and it's mm-hmm. like you rehearse and you, um, you, um, you prepare like you know, ten sketches, and, and then you put it's them a up. show. Yeah, it's a yeah, show yeah. that you put up, and at the end, everyone comes out and watches it. So that's, that's how awesome. you that's, that's how you how, got well, into comedy, sketch comedy, sketch comedy. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. But then I was doing like improv, and there was like classes of like improv or like mm-hmm. you know yeah. scene study. So I did some of that stuff along yeah, the way. Yeah. Now, how was your first? stand-up experience your first My time very going first up one was i dude i wasn't even old enough and i did it like a couple times when i was younger so before i did yeah, yeah. when i was like 18 i think or 18 or 19 or something i was living in newport beach with some cousins yeah and uh i i was like dude i'm gonna go i found out where the open mic was it's a place called chester drawers in uh-huh. costa mesa or like newport border yeah and uh, they had an open mic, but I wasn't old enough to go, but I had my brother's fake ID. I did so, the same thing yeah. when I was in Chicago. Yeah, so yeah. I fucking went with my brother and I was like sweating and I'm like, ah, and I went, and then I I had rehearsed like this five minutes that I wrote down. Cause I would write all the time. Like yeah. I was writing jokes and shit. And I was like, oh, this would be funny to do. Mm-hmm. And I came up with this like five minutes of shit and then um, like rehearsed the fuck out of it. And then I was like, I'm gonna go try it at this open mic. I go there, it's like a shittiest open, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. two drunk guys and fucking comics, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I go up and I, and uh, all the, this, I remember this guy, I think it was Joe Braza. I forget what comic it was. Mm-hmm. Later on, I was like, oh, fuck. I, I think I know that guy. Sharon Berrigan, do you know who that is? She was there. There was a couple other, like, or- yeah. Orange County comics yeah, yeah, that yeah, would, yeah, like, yeah, dabble, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And they were like, oh, yeah, it's going to be, you know, you're going to bomb your first time. And like, yeah. setting me up. I'm like, what the fuck? And then I went up and I actually had fun, you know, and I got yeah. a couple laughs. And I'm like, holy shit, dude, I think I got this. Like, I could do it. And, like, I did it a couple more times and I invited, like, all my friends. 
You know, I'm like, dude, I'm doing stand-up. Uh-oh. Like, I thought it was a big gig. Uh-oh. And it was, yeah, like, yeah, literally, yeah. like, this shithole bar. And, yeah, like, my yeah, friend yeah. and his, like, parents came. And then, like, a couple other of my high school friends, you know, they came. They're yeah. like, oh, he thinks he's a comic now. Yeah, yeah. And it was, like, so <laughs> shitty. And I, it was just awful, you know. It was, like, whatever. It maybe got a couple laughs, but it was just embarrassing, yeah. you know. But All I didn't right. realize it at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was, like, fuck. And I did a couple, maybe another time. And then I was, like, I just made excuses not to do it for, like, another Eight years, mm. ten years. Yeah, I, I, yeah, literally like almost ten years. Wait, wait. So then, in between, then what? in between, then I did like I went to UCLA, yeah. and then I enrolled in this like they have the thing called the Ultimate Improv at the time. Yeah, it was like right by In and Out, mm-hmm. like right there on uh, Gailey. It's called. It's like the Improv Space. Now, now it's the Improv Space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was the Ultimate Improv at the uh-huh. time, and then uh, they had a thing where you like audition, mm-hmm. and they had like a college troupe, and I auditioned to be in the college troupe, and I got into the, be in the college troupe, which was cool. Damn. And. Uh, yeah, worked with some cool people, mm-hmm. like some guys later, like this kid Kyle Fincham, who was doing comedy. And I think he he quit and did yeah. some other shit now, but it, it was crazy. I like met a lot of people there, and I, um, you know, got to like got to like perform get, and yeah, stuff, perform yeah. and get that out, you know. Yeah. But I didn't tell my dad I was ever doing that, mm-hmm. you know, because he was like, "What the fuck? Go to school." <laughs> okay, well, well, that 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 so bring... that fed my like little uh, you know performance. So you were working, or... like, did you get a job after? Yeah, well, I mean, I was always working. Like, I did restaurant jobs and yeah. shit. Like, I worked at fucking all. I mean, I, I I'm starting to do a lot of bits about my jobs. Yeah. So yeah, how was that? How was that working like these odd jobs, like bouncing around as in restaurants I mean, and waiters? It was just, you know, whatever. did you have any experiences where you're just like, "Fuck this! What am I doing here?" No, I I kind of liked the like waiting tables was cool because I would could be, be fun. Like, I'd be funny. Yeah, yeah. I'd be so yeah. funny, and I would work a table and get you know. Like, I I'm loved crushing it. Crushing table yeah. twenty two yeah, right dude. now, yeah. and I would just love that. So that was always cool, and I think yeah. a lot of comics will do that. They'll put themselves in a place where they're, they're kind of doing that. You know? Yeah, yeah. Whether it's fucking telemarketing or whatever yeah. it is, like you try to find a way to get that. Fascinating. That's really interesting. I'm glad that you, uh, it's interesting that you bring up your dad. So how did, how was he taking it out? So, okay. For first, right after college, before we get into your parents taking your career aspirations, right after college, you graduate with your degree. Yeah. uh, Then what do you dive into from there? Dude, then, then it was like, that was the time I graduated in 2004 from UCLA. And it was like, that was the market. Like the housing market was like going crazy. And my all my friends were making fucking tons of money Dude, back in OC, and they oh. were like, we were like twenty two, like flipping houses and shit. No, they were they were doing like appraisals and loans. Oh, okay. And my, my best one of my best friends, this guy Brian Eaton, mm-hmm. he had an appraisal company. Him and his dad had an appraisal company, mm-hmm. and he was working there and just fucking killing it. He's like he bought a house in Long Beach. He like oh, had shit. a couple Porsches. You know, he had like fucking a Cayenne and a and a career. Yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. A couple fucking things. And he's like, dude, you got to come. We're making money out here. Like, every, and I and I would go down during the weekends and be like, damn, they're fucking really killing it. He straight up was Wolf of Wall Streeting. Yeah. Well, I mean, that whole shit was about that. You <laughs> yeah, know? Like, yeah, yeah. Not Wolf of Wall Street, but the other one. Uh, uh, big Short. Or big, the, the, the Big Short. Yeah, yeah, the Big Short. Yeah. Yeah. So that I rem- I was like living in that time, and it was yeah. like, and so I was like, fuck, I'll go. And I told my dad, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go save money to go to law school. You know? Yeah. Like, made that shit up. Just anything to buy time to not have. Right. After college, I'm like, now what? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I went and I started to work with him, Brian and his dad, and a few of my friends worked there. My brother worked there too. And we started fucking killing it. He had an appraisal company and he taught us how to do appraisals. Yeah. And then within like the year of learning how to do that, I like kind of broke off and started my own business uh-huh. and was just fucking all the clients that I had. You're crushing it. Dude, crushing it, making like so much money. And like Holy I bought a condo. I fucking had nice cars and like, uh, but I still was like, oh, I'll do, I'll do this thing. I'll go b- get back to stand up. You know, I'll get back to it at yeah, some yeah. point. I'll get into it at some point. Right. Let me just ride this out, make some money, whatever. Right. It was all excuses not to do it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because I'm like, what if I get into it and I'm not good? Good. good. Yeah. Because somebody somewhere along the line told me like, oh, you're maybe funny, but it might not tra- translate to the stage. 
you know what uh, I mean? And I just, so they put and that I was like, I did a, yeah, I got a couple, I did a couple uh, of mics. I'm like, I think I could do it. But somehow I thought like, oh, what if I really get into it? And it just turns out to not And be. I'm just not, it doesn't translate. I and had I this drop everything thing, for it. Because I yeah. used to tell people that. So they would be like, oh yeah, this guy should do stand up. I'm like, well, sometimes it doesn't change. And I was the guy that was telling him. You were shitting I, on yourself. Yeah, yeah, because I was all about me. I, I yeah. didn't know. I was like, maybe, you know, but it was my own fear. Yeah. Because I'm like, dude, if I do my dream and my dream's not good, then what? Then what do I do? What do you, you kill yourself? Yeah, at least if you don't do your dream, yeah, at least you can like, hold on oh, to that. That's and be what like, it was. I and I always have it. I go, like, you know, I always have the dream. Yeah. But then it's like, that's what happens, I think, to a lot of people is they hold on to that dream so long, then they're 45 with two, three kids in yeah. a fucking shitty marriage, and they're mm -hmm. like, fuck, it's too late. Yeah. And then you're the funny guy at the water cooler. Yeah. And I always use that analogy. Like, yeah. I don't ever want to be the funny guy. Well, see, I, I was always yeah. afraid of like... Bats. No, it's okay. like... That's the whole thing. Can we derail let's, this? Let's talk about bats. <laughs> yeah. No, because I was like, I'd rather... Yeah, you know, like... I wanted to try and I was like, I want to try and fail, you know, because at least I'll be able to say I did it. Yeah, you're but, doing it right now. But then there's a lot. Yeah, exactly. You know, but then there's a lot of people who want to like, you can tell like there's some, and I hate to be that fucking guy, but there's, there's you can tell where like, this is not for you. Oh yeah. And, no, yeah. and but then like, or do you want to be, do you have oh, like, yeah. do you want to be that guy that literally crushes to put that doubt in your That's head? You I, I wouldn't, I, what do you mean? To say that to somebody? To say, to I think everyone's them. got a dream and you see it all yeah. the time in the comedy clubs. You go, dude, this guy shouldn't be doing it. I yeah. don't, I don't ever fucking say it. Cause it's not my place. It's also their happiness. That's a, like that's if they're doing it thing, and yeah. they're just like, they'll figure it out. If you, the but thing about standup is like, if you see, bomb enough, my thing is like, some people don't get it though, but, but it's like you said, it's their like ignorance. Because like, like they don't, if they think true. they're doing well, whatever. Let them in do their it. world, they're fucking Louis C.K. So like, no, but let them have a problem. See, like especially for friends of mine, I never encourage it though. Like I, I stopped doing that like early not. on. Like when I, when you say good set, just I I, don't now do if it's like not a good set, I just will like, hey dude, what's up? Like, hey, I want. cool shirt. <laughs> you were there, man. Yeah, you did it. Remember when yeah. you were there? Cool, man. No, I, I struggle with because it's like especially if they're like people I know and friends. I'm like, yeah. I don't want them to waste five years of their life. I mean, you can just tell me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, also, that's why we're doing this. Actually, yeah. it's an intervention. <laughs> you are not that great. Yeah. The Rex Show is amazing. The number one uh, comedy on show cable. on cable. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, no, I, I don't think you're you're made for it, man. No, no. no, no. Like, dude, us of stand up is great. Dude, it's funny because like we all um, at one point all the brown guys were in the same yeah. thing, and it was all the like I think from as far as I'm concerned, all the dopest like brown comics yeah. of our class and we're all doing shit it's great and it's like we all did you know broke off and did our no, no, things sure. it's it's, it's, it's awesome to see everyone. okay so, so answer me this okay so you were doing this really the the loan out thing and you were crushing it mm -hmm. you were living the life that you're and i'm sure your parents were so proud of you well they were proud see that's the thing it's like it wasn't like be a doctor be a lawyer as long as i was secure in something and i was making money and i was like they know like financially i'm secure yeah. and like they were cool with it. You they know, were it wasn't so, like, it wasn't like so you have to be a doctor. A doctor or something. So they're proud of you. But they just happy. thought that they say doctor or lawyer because they know that's the most, like, you know, that's a good, easy way to get into that and then also be financially secure because right. doctors and lawyers tend to make, make money, money everywhere. Yes. Yeah. And that's just like a universal thing. So. Okay. So then what happened when, how did that change when you were like, I'm not, I don't want to do this anymore. Now I want to do stand up. Was it like it that was, or, or it, did the economy have to that's crash? That's the thing. That's oh, okay. the thing. The oh. kick in the ass I got, which I may have, you know, it was the biggest blessing in disguise because I was like, literally doing this 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 shit, making money. I thought the money would never end, and you would do it forever. Dude, I mean, I don't know because I wasn't happy, really. You know, I don't know if I'd do it forever. But I'd you wouldn't have stopped as quick if the economy. No, didn't no, no. Crash. And, the, and the economy crashing was the best thing that could have happened to me because yeah. I literally lost like seventy percent of my business in like a month because they, wow. they were all the subprime lenders that I was mm -hmm. working with. Yeah. So their shit was going, you know, fucking bust right yeah. when, the, when the economy crashed. 
And so I started losing. And I was like, fuck. And I, my bills were like this. And I was making, you know, my bills were so high. And my, my income now was so low. And I was like, that just life. fucking all the money that I had was just going out. Like I had fucking $1,800 car payment, you know, oh, fucking, fuck. uh, you know, $3,500 mortgage with the HOA and yeah, all this yeah, shit yeah. that I was paying out and not making the money anymore. Mm-hmm. So like slowly it was just like depleting my bank account, you know, and I was just trying to stay afloat and then yeah. kept that going for a little bit. And then my girlfriend at the time, she, she was like, I'm leaving. No, no. She, she came and she moved in with me and oh, we, okay. we lived together and I could have, yeah. I could have made it work. My yeah, brother yeah. did. My brother like survived the crash and fucking does very well. Yeah. But like, it was like a whole thing. I'm like, do I really want to dedicate all this energy and time into this? Or do I want to fucking, my girl got a job in, in LA mm-hmm. with a, with a, um, PR company. Okay. And so I'm like, this is fucking perfect. We'll move to LA. Like she's like, I'm oh, let's yeah. move up to, I'm like, this is perfect. I'll fucking move up there and start doing stand up. Yeah. And I'll kind of just like try to do my appraisal stuff. But mm-hmm. I, in my back of my head, I'm like, like, dude, I'm letting everything go. I'm not paying another fucking payment ever. Yeah. Cause you know, I'm going to let all my shit go. Of course. So you sold I off just, everything. All. I didn't sell off. I mean, I tried to, you know, salvage whatever I could, but then I got some tenants in my place. And I think a lot of people were doing this at the time mm-hmm. where they were like renting their place out yeah, and then not paying the mortgage. I put so much money oh. into this fucking house, you know? Yeah. And like redid it and fucking, I was paying this mortgage. I'm like, dude, why am I spending all this fucking money? The bank's fucking me anyway. Of course. You know? like the bank always Yeah. Wins. They're just so fucking you. And I'm like, yeah. fuck it, dude. You know, I'm just going to go and I'm going to live off of the rent uh-huh. and then whatever appraisal money I can make. So then I stopped paying my mortgage at some point. I tried to do it until I was like really hurting. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck this. And then I had heard like everybody was doing the same shit. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to do that. And I don't care like if my credit gets fucked up or whatever. Yeah. Cause the next time I make you know money, it'll be at least doing something I like to do or whatever. Right. And that'll be later. And I was young. I was only like 20, you know, 25, 26. Yeah. Damn. And then I started stand up. Like I moved to LA. It took me like a year to like, you know, I was up here and I'm like right across from the Laugh Factory. Yeah. And I would see it all the time. Like, well, I was like, fuck, that's, and I'd do like jog and I would like see the Laugh Factory. I'm like, I gotta get there. I gotta get there. Yeah. And, uh, and dude, I fucking just after like a year or some shit of being in LA, I'm like, fuck it, let me go to open, open mic. mic. And, yeah. And I yeah. went to an open mic and I went to the Rainbow Bar and Grill. And I remember Hal Sparks was like, oh, wow. Hal Sparks was up before me or mm-hmm. after me. I don't know, whatever, but I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm, this is a this is an open mic. Like, yeah. why is he here? <laughs> That's yeah. a lot of LA being like, yeah. why is that guy here? And, yeah, and yeah. that guy being like, because it's not that great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that should have been the first tip that it's yeah. going to be a long yeah. road. <laughs> yeah, so then I just started there and then I fucking, I just started going like regular and I I was like jumping in a little bit and then I then I went to the haha. Like I yeah. somehow like made it over to the haha and I was yeah, like, up in North because I, yeah, I was trying to find mics and shit and I'd done a few little mics, but I'm like, I need to find a place that I can go up every fucking day. Yeah. And that was it. The haha became the place because they had a mic every day. So I'd mm-hmm. start going to that mic and then there was a few other places that I'd go to, but that was the one. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to stay and just do this. place. So I started to work for free for Jack the, at the haha, mm-hmm. like making phone calls and getting people to come in, whatever it was just so just I wouldn't have to pay. Time. Cause you had to pay five bucks to go up every time. Oh. And then I was like, fuck this. I can't keep like paying five bucks every time I want to go up. So I'm no. like, and I wanted to get to know like this craft and like how to yeah. do this shit. And so I went there and, um, started making the phone calls and then he'd get, let me do the open mic for free every day. So then I would do that. And then I would go and pedal tickets on the street. Yeah. Like just like, Barking or whatever? Yeah, I'd just go up. Yeah, I'd bark. Yeah. I'd go up like Lancashire. And if I can get like five, ten people in off the street, they'd let me go up in the show later. Oh, damn. You know, so I would do that because, you know, nobody, awesome. el- nobody else was doing that. But I was like, that was my personality. I can go out and be like, hey, dude, fucking come check out the show. And they'll be like, okay. Yeah, if you guys, have you guys seen the comedy club down the street? Yeah. Like, you know, we got Damon Wayne's coming in. I'd just lie about whoever. I'm like, Chappelle's coming, dude. John Candy is there. Richard Brown's coming back from the yeah. dead. He's, he's here too, man. 
<laughs> yeah, but then if I got enough people, to, and then they'd always come and have a good time. A so it was time. never like, you know, I fucked people over. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like come to see an open mic. It was like, right. there's a good show happening. People don't care as long as they're having fun. Yeah, and they're having fun. And it's like a bunch of those people in that, you know, Lancashire district yeah. that like There's art nothing district. to do over there, really. Yeah, dude. I'm like, just come yeah. check it out. It's better than a movie. That was like, you want to go pitch. to Chipotle? I don't know how many times yeah. I said it's better than a movie. That was my pitch. <laughs> uh, oh my so, how did you fall into acting? Now, was that just, uh, did you want to, did you want to move transition from? Uh, like stand up into acting or was acting always like something you wanted to like dive into no acting was always something I, you know I, I liked it I didn't mind mm -hmm. it or anything it wasn't like my prime focus like yeah. I want to be an actor but because the stand up everything I got acting wise came through stand up so, same here yeah so it's yeah. like that's just a natural thing that happened you know, I would people, only be doing Indian accents if I only went in yeah yeah, yeah just yeah, as a yeah, person yeah because they had to come and see you do yeah. the other shit and be like wow he's way more than just a fucking how what yeah. is your hey, name how are you can I fix your computer <laughs> You know? What if I put masala in your computer? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> what the fuck, man? You're the great. You're the great. Like, every line. Uh, yeah. No, so it's same shit. So I uh, I went in. I don't know. Like, some people would start to see me do yeah. stand-up, and they were like, hey, this guy, I think he can act. Because my, you know, when I do my act, I do, like, some characters shit and all that characters, stuff. Yeah. and I'm, like, doing it, and you can kind of tell. Like, yeah, of course. Also, when you watch Asif, you can see that he he can act. Yeah. You can see the way, he, by, the way he carries himself and, like, the way he is you know delivering and shit. yeah so i think people saw that and then um i got your brother actually this is what's crazy asif's brother fucking got me um an audition for argo really oh, so that's mo oh, yeah shit. dude mo mo was like mo brought me and maximinian he goes dude these guys are persian i know them, and we had met yeah and he's like dude i think you should fucking audition for this and he brought me in and, and i got the part or i got a part in it you yeah. know i was brand new that was my first fucking acting gig like God, what a way to start yeah and it was like whatever it wasn't like anything but crazy still. but it was like to have that and it's a fucking oscar winning thing and yeah and uh it was just dope i was like oh shit and i'd gone in and i got to audition for ben affleck i got Whoa. to fucking oh, you meet got him. to meet him dude i was reading for another part if I had, because my accent's really good, my yeah, Iranian yeah. accent's really good, and it's yeah. very authentic, and like, I can, you know, I can, because I'm a decent actor. Yeah. So like, um, I I had read for this other part, and it was like, you know, a bigger role, but yeah. I had nothing, I had no credits. Oh yeah. So he liked me, but he just was like, you know, I they can't fucking you know no. trust you in front of a fucking that sort it's of production. Hundred million. Yeah, it's like movie. a production. Yeah. It's like you can't just trust a guy to fucking be on. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. like, what if I fuck up and whatever? Right. So he's like, dude, I like him, and I'm gonna find you something in here. Yeah, and he did, and I got Taff Hardly then to SAG for because of it, and that so that was cool. Okay, but your brother was the one. He had my SAG award at his That's office. That's the best part. So they won like a it was like the best cast, right? We won an ensemble, ensemble cast. cast. So for like my fucking forty five seconds on screen. So but everyone on the cast gets an award, right? And then it's so yeah, I had like a, they mailed the certificate to my brother, and then so I was holding on to it, and I just like had it. Did you have it? And it just said your name. Like that's hilarious. You had it. I had it. it like, oh my god, that's next. so funny. Yeah, and your yeah. brother would always be like, "Come get it," because he wasn't my manager. <laughs> he just got me the gig, and uh, and he's like, "Dude, yeah." And I was there for like two. You had it for like two I, years. It was just like in my apartment for so long. So funny. Yeah, and I was like, "It's so crazy." Your first thing, and then that's you know, because the scene was dope. Like we yeah, got it's to a shoot. good scene. And it's like I get a close up in the fucking you know, it's like that's dope. like a dope thing you can so put on your reel. What 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 role? Who was the character you played? I was just like a passport check point guy oh, the, which, which was, at the beginning or at the end when they were leaving or, or when Ben Affleck was when they're leaving oh, it's they're like right. a very tension building moment yeah, and yeah. then the scene we actually shot was a lot longer than what obviously what they showed but right and I understand why because it was like a tension building they can't yeah. make our, my scene all long and then another long scene yeah and so it was like a quick like I you think they're gonna get stopped and I checked their passports and in the actual thing I have like dialogue and shit with like Ben Affleck and like, what are you guys yeah, doing? Yeah, yeah, what, what yeah. are you leaving what were you here for and mm -hmm. blah 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 with the with the other guys that are coming through my thing 
but with the way they shot it, it's just me like looking at him and it looks like I'm not maybe going to mm-hmm. question him. It's mm-hmm. very subtle, and then I fucking give, and then I give him the thing, and I go, "Go ahead," and then yeah, it cuts like Ben Affleck, like, like you know, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. It's one cuts of those. Ben Affleck yeah. going, go, <laughs> <laughs> Ben. I think you're overacting that part. Okay, so but he did. I, I fucking around like while I was there. He go, like, Ben Affleck is uh, Matt Damon is traveling with you. Like <laughs> 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 as a joke for the other. Yeah. We were like doing things, and they're like, "Oh, don't fuck around." Okay, so you did that. You did a bunch of other uh, TV stuff. Now you did um, the the reup of. Of Mad TV, yeah, that was the I'm latest thing. Is that which was fucking amazing because I grew up watching Mad yeah. TV and that was like one of my favorite shows, you know. And like, that I, must be a weird, interesting feeling of like mm. wa- liking something and then having it not be a thing, and then them bringing it back, and then you can be in. Dude, it, it was so surreal because I was like, I I remember when I got into stand up, you yeah. know, and I'd seen like Bobby Lee and a couple yeah. of the guys that were on the cast, like Johnny Sanchez or whoever, like the guys at the comedy clubs. So I'm like, yeah. holy shit, these guys were in Mad TV. Mm-hmm. And I loved that show, but then it was done. And I'm like, fuck, there goes my shot of being on it. Yeah. And they brought it back. And it was like, in Living Color, there was a similar thing happening, mm-hmm. but it never got made, you know, it just went, you know, to the casting phase. And I was up for that. And that's where Julie Ashton was like, oh. come in. And, and I had done my characters and stuff for In Living Color. So How many characters you know, do you have to do to get to get on the show? I did a ton. I mean, I do a ton. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the minimum is, but yeah. like people would do three you know, characters and a couple impressions, just like SNL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do um, a bunch of characters, so I just fucking rattled off. I mean, I'm like, I can do so many different yeah. fucking ethnicities and voices and whatever characters. So I just, I just kept going. And yeah. I was like, yeah, hey, fucking, you know, they're like, wow. And. After a while, they're like, hey, dude, this guy's got so many. We can use all these. And uh, I guess it worked out for me. But, I mean, it was a long process, the casting. for. It was like nine times they see you. You know, they came to watch my stand-up. They fucking saw the shit. How did you like the process of of shooting uh, a sketch show? Like oh, that was fun. Show. That was, uh, we were just talking. It was, it was, um, before we started the podcast, it was so, uh, so fun. Yeah. Like, cause, cause now you're really in the character. Like I can yeah. do characters on stage, but I'm not in a fucking wig and a mustache and like yeah. in costume. They know, they still know it's you. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. When you're wearing the outfit. Dude, I like, get into it and you can yeah. become the guy and then you get the riff as the guy. Like mm-hmm. me and we had Adam Ray was another comic yeah. and buddy that I've known for years and we have a good chemistry. So like any sketch we were in together, we just fucking go off the handle and yeah. they let us like take two. We'd be able to like fucking riff. Yeah, and just do whatever, and it was so fun because we'd come up with these like crazy moments, and like that was the one frustrating thing is sometimes it wouldn't make it to air because it didn't get approved at the table read. Right, right, so right. So the right. network would be like, "Well, standards and practice isn't going to let that fly," even though it was fucking hilarious. God so damn it! That was the jam up with the, yeah. You know, and you guys didn't time shot. you guys didn't shoot in front of a live audience. Did you? We did partially, so we yeah. would do we would do some on location, you know, on mm-hmm. location shoots and like um, pre tape stuff. That stuff is fun. That stuff's great because you have like all the time in the world and you can do what I'm not. You don't have all yeah. the time in the world, but you can do, you know, as many little, takes as you want. Yeah. And it way, wasn't. Yeah. But even then, our production was like pretty, you know, efficient and mm-hmm. quick and like because budgetary reasons and shit like that. You got to kind of get it done. Was it amazing shooting in front of uh, an audience? It was cool. Yeah. You get so, that. Feedback. Yeah. You get that. Like for us, the performance aspect of, you know, being in front of a live audience. And yeah. The juice you get from that. Like once you get a laugh, you roll off of it. And it's yeah. like, that was really fun. Um, and, and just just in general the experience of it was cool because it was all, like the whole cast was we all signed up at the same time it was a small cast right it's like yeah it was eight people eight people yeah and it was, but we the best part was we were all at the same level you know it wasn't oh, like SNL okay. where you get in as the new guy and you have to yeah. fucking try to make your bones and like figure right. out where you stand in the room it, everyone mm-hmm. was on the same page so we were all very supportive of each yeah. other yeah. and you did know, you guys like, all write together 
Well, the the thing with that is we weren't technically writer performers, you know, for, oh, okay. that was another budgetary thing. Mm-hmm. And I think it was like, you know, they didn't want to have, cause they'd have to pay a little, whatever. Yeah. 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 And I'll have us all be union, you know, mm-hmm. writers union yeah, 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 and all that. And so we, but we would, we'd pitch our ideas and you know, they were like sketches I've been, you know, or bits I've been doing yeah, on for stage sure. for years. And I'd be yeah. like, Hey, this is this character. And then the, so that we'd give it to the writers and the writers would do their thing with it. Mm-hmm. And then we'd get it back and then you kind of make it your own again, yeah. you know? So, there was a couple of uh, process, like little filters that you'd have to go what kind through. Of, uh, what kind of, um, you, you finished the first season. Yeah, what, first what, kind of, what kind of party do they throw? <laughs> I'm the, interested. The, oh, the rap party. The rap party. I'm interested is, in rap well, parties. I mean, they did throw us a little rap party after, like way after, yeah. like on our last episode. But after the, the last taping, like mm-hmm. the live taping, uh, Adam Ray fucking stepped up huge. Yeah. And threw, fucking went and like rented out. Uh, what is it? Fat dog or something? Or like, I don't know what that sounds. No, 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 no. It was like this place on, on uh, Fairfax, whatever it is, but he rented out this bar and uh-huh. fucking just like got a huge tab. Ooh. Yeah. He dropped some fucking loot on it, but it was so cool of him. Cause like everybody was there and yeah. it was like, cause they didn't have anything set up for us right after we mm-hmm. wrapped the live taping. So from the live taping, we went straight. Those to parties it. are the most fun. Like Dude, it when so it's fun. right after you wrap. Yeah. Cause everyone's like, all juiced from yeah. the show and we're like stoked and, and that was, but I mean, you know, the telepictures through the, the studio through yeah. us, uh, through us a, a rap, official rap party when like later. the last episode aired, Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, just to say thanks for doing it or whatever. And mm-hmm. that was a different bar, but the turn up was fucking uh, in the first. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So are you, are you hearing anything for a second season? Or? We don't know yet. Don't know yet. We don't know where it's going to land. We don't know what's going to happen. So yeah. I don't know any information about that yet. And, uh, yeah, I have a meeting with the studio yeah, in yeah. a couple of weeks. We'll see. I have a question. Have you thought about doing your own show? Have yeah. Talk to you about that. That's that another, that's what I think we're meeting yeah. for that is like, if, if something, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with mad. I mm-hmm. don't know. Um, if it's going to fit into the schedule again yeah. or whatever, but they haven't really told us anything. So, but they like, there's you. that option. Yeah. They cast yeah. us and they spent this long ass process oh. doing that. So, I mean, it was a, you know, yeah. so maybe if the show doesn't work there, it could work somewhere else. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I have no clue. So, but that's what we're going in and talk about. Um, to take it back uh, to Argo, you know, so <laughs> no, it's, it's I only bring that up because um, it got some backlash from the Iranian American community. I, I'm sure even Iran. I mean, it, anything you do that has to do with the Iranian community is going to get backlash at yeah. some point. But why did you portray us like that? And well, why that, did you do this? that was the thing. Yeah. And it's just that's it was part a of portrayal. the nature of it. Who gives a fuck? It's like, dude, that happens. And that's somebody's take of it. You yeah. know what I mean? So like. It might be accurate to somebody and totally false for somebody so, else, depending so you, on where you, your political views are and who your fucking religious views are. Yeah, and all that yeah, shit, yeah. So. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I, so I mean, like, because a lot of people were, were their complaint was not just like the political uh, uh, um, depiction, but like just like the uh, just another depiction of angry Iranians. Yeah, sure. But know? I, I purposely was like, I'm not gonna play. A, I mean, it was a, I was a fucking passport check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That did a look, you know. But I was like, I told myself before I started this career, like, you know, you do the yeah. same where you're not gonna play the whatever. Yeah. Unless yeah. it's something funny and I want to do it. Unless the writing is funny. I'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I fucking yeah, it's a character I want to do. Like on yeah. Mad, I do a, a TV show host that I love to do because yeah, he's yeah. so fun and he's yeah. fucking just fucks around and right. It's this guy Ali Nazimzadeh who has a talk show. Yeah. And he just interviews fucking celebrities and he goes, oh. Yeah, but he's the number one actor in Iran, so yeah. he, he, he thinks, shit. yeah, he's yeah, better yeah. than them. Yeah. And like, he goes to show a clip of their movie, and it's him doing the clip of their movie. <laughs> so, like, that guy's dope. You know, so everyone is like, oh, yeah, I saw your movie. Take a look at the clip. And it's just me doing their movie, like, you are the worst, and like, like a shitty version. Yeah. So, that, that's, that type of shit is fun. Yeah. yeah. But, like, 
yeah, fuck, uh, you know, I'm the terrorist. Num- yeah, you better watch yeah. it. You know, like, I'm not going to do those things. And I told yeah. myself, like, I wouldn't if that was what they wanted to. Mm-hmm. And so it was just a checkpoint. I'm like, whatever. Yeah. Um, have you noticed that you've got, I mean, have you gotten a lot of requests to do those roles? I always turn them down. Yeah. Okay. So I, they, I know he gets a lot of them because I get them and I'm Indian. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, it's like, yeah. And no, and then, <laughs> and then uh, over the years, my management, like real, they, they understood like, oh dude, this, he's not going to do it. Same anything. here. You have to like talk to them. No, right? you literally, yeah. cause they don't care. They just want, I mean, not that they don't care. They just know that like, Hey, this is a job and also it'll get you seen some yeah. more. But for me, it's integrity wise, and I know for you too. Yeah, of course. It's like you don't want to be that fucking. Also, guy. it's and that thing of, the same way. You it's know? also that thing of like for anybody else. Well, I guess if you're going off of like white people, they can audition and they can play fifteen different things, and there's still a blank slate when they right. come in. Nobody's right. like, "Oh, you're just this guy." Mm-hmm. If we do like two terrorist things, people will be like, "Oh, you're, you're just the guy. terrorist guy yeah. forever." Right. Yeah. You can never be anything other than that. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah, that's the kind of conversation I had to have with my people and be oh like, dude no. all the time and it's like and sometimes like you have to fucking really fight for it yeah. like, dude i just don't want to do that i'm not going to go in even if you go in you know what i mean then the yeah. casting director sees you as this is my go-to guy for the fucking terror and it's like yeah you yeah. don't want to be that guy you know no. and i've done this dumb shit like i don't know if it's dumb but i, I think argo was probably the closest i got to right. like a guy that's like a mean looking persian guy that's mm-hmm. like not you know yeah but still, it was like, whatever, the guy was having a bad day at work. You know? <laughs> Understandable. He was a terrorist. I didn't have a, a yeah. bomb strapped to my chest. He just found out from his kid that his kid wants to be a comedian. And yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. am having oh, Okay, so yeah, now we, now, okay, and that's what I wanted to get to before. How did your parents take it? Where When you're like, I'm not going to go. dropping everything. I'm not going to do real estate anymore. I'm going to be going <clears throat> into stand-up comedy. Full uh, time. Yeah, well, my dad, I mean, they were, like I said, after I started making money doing the real estate thing, mm-hmm. they're like, this guy's self-sufficient. I mean, my dad moved back to Iran, dude. He was like, whatever. Or he's like, peace out. He did. He peaced out. I mean, because he had like family there. And yeah. like, dude, they fucking miss it too. Yeah. And like, he goes there and he lives like, whatever. I mean. He's like, buy a squatty potty. He comes I'm back gonna... all the time, you know? Yeah. So, but but he has, like, his, he has like a ranch there. He like built himself this fucking dope place. And yeah. like with a little bit of money, you can kind of yeah. live all right out there. And yeah. like, they don't bother him. He's older, you know? They don't huh. fuck with him. It's like if you're a young kid there trying to like fucking party and shit, yeah, you're gonna yeah. get fucked with. But like yeah. older people, it's like, dude, and he has his family and like his friends there, so they like you know hang out, do they whatever, hang out, drink tea, yeah, whatever. They food, just chill. chill. It's like fun, you know. Yeah. And so why, you know, not let him have that? It's like mm-hmm. His fucking later years, and he comes back if he wants to come here. He goes to Vegas and parties and like does yeah. whatever. <laughs> he sees his friends here. He's like, I'm gonna go see yeah. Calvin Harrison. Yeah, he's back like, to Yeah, <laughs> Steve Aoki is playing at the Ondas. Like, what? Dad, I didn't like even know you were into that. He's he yelling goes, at Steve Aoki, like, do you know you my were, son? Do you know you my... Know, <laughs> your dad was Benny Hanna. <laughs> your dad was Benny Hanna. <laughs> Steve Aoki's like, this is a weird heckle I'm yeah, getting right now. Goes, this guy keeps telling your daddy's Benny Hanna. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's so but how do they how do they take it when uh, when you're like I'm gonna were they supportive so they were supportive they didn't um they're like no just, I mean they they knew and it's like it wasn't a stretch like I said it wasn't like what you're doing comedy like yeah. I was always fun you know like being yeah. funny and like fucking around yeah, yeah. you know so like and my mom would always be like dude my mom's an artist so she was like dude, oh do whatever. okay my mom yeah painting and abstract she does a okay. lot of like she worked uh, with like a lot of heavy metals like she would oh weld. shit. And like do crazy sculptures, That's awesome. and shit, which she's amazing. She lives in the um, artist uh, community in Santa Ana, wow. in the city, of, uh, like Orange County. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and so she lives with all these artists, and she's always been like, you know, open minded about shit like that. It yeah, wasn't yeah, like, yeah. No, you have to, you know. I'm here, I'm like. Yeah. And she was like, I said, a kid when she came here. So a lot of times we were like doing the, you know, we kind of raised ourselves in a way. Yeah. My brother and I, because my dad was never around, and then we kind of had to just like. 
so find our own kind way. Of, you kind of benefited from the time because if you, I feel like if you had told your parents at like 19, I'm quitting everything, I want to do stand-up, they'd yeah. be really worried. But the fact that they saw you grow up, have I a job, make thing. money, do all that. I did the that. school. Yeah. I did the fucking work. I did all that. And I made money. And they, they knew. My dad was never, he's told me like later, he's like, I was never worried about you. I knew you can like, take care whatever of you'd be able to do, you were a self-sufficient kid. Yeah. Like, you know, when after like I'd fucking moved on my own 17 to my cousin's place and like yeah. did my own thing, had my own jobs, did my own shit, like yeah. took care of myself, you know? So he was never like, oh my God, I got to look after this guy. Yeah. You know, so he never worried. And uh, after that, but I, in my head, I always had this thing of that pressure of like, yeah. they brought me here. Let me make something good. And then after that, I'm like, dude, fuck it. Let me just live. You only get one shot at this life. Right. Let me do what I, what I want to do and be happy. I want to be able to sleep at night and not worry and not have that dream in the back of my head. Can I want to say live. that to all the Pakistani kids watching right now. Pakistan. I want to <laughs> fucking live my dream. Motherfucker. You want to live your dream? You want to live here? You want me to go back to Calcutta? <laughs> no. You want to live your dream? You want to live your dream? They're like, we gotta, we gotta unsubscribe to this podcast. This, yeah, right this now. Is, with that, this what is, is your name? This is <laughs> you want to write a comment? You write a comment yet? Write a comment. You want to sit? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so follow your dreams, kids. Dude, follow your dreams. You do only it. get one shot. Yeah, you only get one shot. Don't fucking, you know, you want to be a YouTuber, be a fucking YouTuber. Yeah, do it. No one's gonna watch your videos. <laughs> <laughs> Every kid wants to be a fucking YouTuber. I, know. I mean, they're all vlogging. Just yeah, like, hello? Yeah, they're like, hello, we are vlogging. Yeah. Everyone's vlogging. I got two views on one was my mother. <laughs> I tried to discourage, uh, not discourage, but like talk no, some you sense can't. into people. It's like, dude, it's, it's like their anything. Dream. If Let you're good at it. it, if you do it, I, dude, I'm not one to say no. shy away from your dreams. Do whatever the fuck it is. But you got to have like, you know, have some uh, self-awareness. Yeah, that, like, that's if the it most sucks, important. Dude, like, Maybe you're not cut out and we're not all cut out for it. I know this no, exactly, everyone's not yeah. an actor. Everyone's no. not a singer. But dude, if you have that drive, like all I can do is comedy and it's in my fucking heart. Like I would literally yeah. be like, fuck this. I would, I, don't, I would be depressed every single would day. Would someone be able to talk you out of comedy? There's not a chance. See, that, that's the difference. There's some yeah. people that yeah. you yeah. can talk them out. Like, yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. If I, you can do that, you shouldn't be doing exactly. it. Exactly. If you, if you can get talked out of being a fucking YouTuber. I say that all guy, the right? time, yeah. It's like, don't do it unless you can't, you can't live without it. Right. You know, and when you want it that bad, then you you're going to do it yeah. and you're going to do it hopefully good. Yeah. Yeah. Every, every time I, I try to like not discourage, but try to be very practical with people yeah. about the realities mm -hmm. of pursuing art. And at the end, I'm like, well, if I talked you out of it, it was never for you yeah, to yeah, begin sure. with, you know, and the sacrifices you needed, even with stand up, like the, yeah, dude, so I much. gave up everything for it. Same like my here. girl, my fucking house, my car, my fucking everybody, like relationships with friends and family, because I, that's all I wanted to do. And if you can't do that and you think like, oh, like my brother, big dude, you can make time and split. And I'm like, no, there's no splitting time. Mm -mm. This shit is serious. And it's like, you, you got to do, do it, it every night because there's yeah. other guys that are out there doing it every single day. And it's yeah. like the competition's there, yeah. you know, and you got to have the work ethic and the talent. You know? And you're in LA, which is like yeah. the best, like here in New York, like the best comics. You're playing with the big boys. Yeah. It's like, you know, I see local comics all the time and they're like, hey man, you know, I'm out here doing my thing. But it's like, you know, three times a week. I'm like, dude, I do that in one night. Yeah. I do three sets, uh, you know, a night. So like wow. you, you're doing three shows. It's like I'm getting so much better than you being in your little city. Yeah. And also, if you want to be, I always use this analogy, like if you want to be in the NFL, you go play with the fucking Dallas Cowboys. You yeah. practice with them, you know, you don't go fucking play peewee football, you know. Yeah, flag Yeah, yeah or, or somewhere. Yeah, yeah and like sure. some bullshit. Like you have to play with the big, you got to You can only get better guys. by being around people who are yeah. better than and you. And then when yeah. you're here, you're forced, like in an open mic, the fucking yeah. guy, how there's a amazing famous dude on there it's yeah. like not that you know it matters but like there's guys that you watch them and you go holy shit that's what's out there yeah as opposed to being in montana and you're fucking 
oh look this guy he sucks and i suck yeah. and everyone sucks so like it's so like i'm the best by yeah default. i'm the best out here so you got this <laughs> bullshit air of cockiness when, when you come here you just see the best guys all the time and you yeah. go wow i have work to do yeah. oh yeah for lights sure. that fire under your ass to for be sure like, i gotta work i gotta write more do stuff for yeah. sure absolutely Hey man, we've reached our hour, man. Dude, and I'm not cool. done yet. Oh uh, god! By all means, if you want to stay here, longer, <laughs> Actually, if you have more, perfect. you gotta go see time. your your grandma. Yeah, I gotta go see Laverne. Laverne. Yeah, Laverne. So, we dude, can. thank you so much for being on this. We thank appreciate you. it. Where dude, can, that was so fun. It was a lot more people. serious than I thought. Like this question, every time I look at him, he goes. And then when your dad is oh, getting man. sick, <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel about your dad when he's really sick? <laughs> so what the fuck, man? Leave it alone. You know, he goes. And then okay. Worst tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> Go back. To we want to break you down. If you down. can just rank your top yeah. three tragedies, and what would that. they be? So after you did your first bombing stage, yeah. <laughs> on stage you were bombing really bad. <laughs> yeah, we we just want to like destroy your your spirits before no. you. Okay, but yeah. last thing is, uh, where can uh, these people find you on social media? Uh, you can find me on uh, social media is at Amir Comedy A M I R and then Comedy. Uh, and the website is amircomedy.com for tour dates if you want to see me live. And he's hilarious. So Go see I, him on tour. Before you came, I, I was trying to look up what does the K stand for? K is Kamyab. Ka- Kamyab. You know, and it's like it just stuck. Like I had it, I don't know, this, I, this story is just boring kind of. I was, uh, I, you know, I was just going by Amir because mm-hmm. Kamyab was hard for op- at the open mic. Yeah. I mean, whatever. It's not even hard to say. It's Kamyab. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's easy. nothing. Yeah. And, uh, and then I, at the haha, I got a show on Sunday nights. Mm hmm. And it was called So Funny Sundays, yeah. right? And with Amir, and then we're going to put my whole name up there. But yeah. on the marquee, they can only put So Funny Sundays with Amir <laughs> K. K. And then it just, all the comics, like, you know, the funny. Like, you're Amir K. Yeah, my friends, like the black comics, were like, hey, it's Amir K, man. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. That's my black comic impression. <laughs> um, and that's that for the African American. That's great. No, so like, it, they just started calling so me Amir that. K and then it just stuck. stuck and then yeah. I liked it. I was like, Amir K, it's cool. It's yeah, it set you apart from the other Amir who yeah, yeah, is trying to get in the game. Non existent. There's another Amir. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, thank you so much. Thank you again. Uh, say hi to Laverne for us. I will. And you and guys can check him out on the CW Mad TV, the re up. Yeah, you can watch it on Hulu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, you there can you watch go. It on Hulu. Check that shit out. All right, yeah. guys. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it, man. Thank you, guys. All right. Yeah. That was a fun episode. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm, I kind of feel like I wanted to go with him and meet Laverne. I, she, it sounds like a very sweet. Like, I feel like we all had like that white one, yeah. that white sponsor that like helped guide our families. Mine was we, uh, Mr. Britz, and he lived across the street from us. And during holidays, he would, especially during Christmas, he would give us like these. Uh, Low key, I thought he was trying to convert our family. Uh, but I mean, that doesn't excuse him being very, very nice. He's yeah. so nice. He, he, him and his wife would give us these like giant, uh, you know, those giant tubs of like popcorn. Oh yeah, a metal tub. Yeah, and it has like four different kinds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. You have like, like cheese, caramel and caramel. Yeah. Uh, Do you say caramel or caramel? I say caramel. Okay, I, I say both. I I mix them both. Both. I up. mean, I think it's like a regional thing, like pop and soda. Uh, I I can't send people to say pop. Pop. So they had like the four different types, and he, they'd give us like candy canes and stuff, yeah. and it was beautiful. Yeah, it was we, a good dude. We had uh, we had a lady. Uh, her name was Ellen mm-hmm. or Elaine. I don't know. She but she wow, she really had an impact on you. you don't even well, remember. Well, it wasn't name. me. It was all my folks and oh, okay. my grandma and my mom <laughs> and my. So she she really helped us out back yeah. in the day. Um, so shout out to those super sweet white people that take care of refugees. Just nice people in general. Thank you yeah. for helping us out. It's a tough. Coming yeah. from another country, not knowing the language, and thank you for welcoming culture. us. Thank you for welcoming thank us. Thank you for being a real American. Thank you for being a real American. Yes. So yeah, Amir, that was great. That was a great. And he episode. had a whole life, and then he sort of, you know, he had a whole career mm-hmm. that he then stopped to then pursue his dream, which I think is ten times scarier yeah. than 
just being like, oh, like me, I was just like, oh, I'm in, I'm just gonna do comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I didn't have like a big career that I and like a life where I knew that life was better. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of comedy is just like being dead broke. Yeah. So it's even harder if you know that in your previous life you had a house Oof. and you, you know what I mean. Yeah. And you had like you were crushing it. And That's all the that sacrifice stuff. you make for the art and for your yeah. dreams. Make sacrificing. Uh, you have to make sacrifices for dreams. But, yeah. Um, this was a great episode. Mm-hmm. Last week's episode, like fan favorite. Oh yeah. Uh, people loved it in the. Mm-hmm. Com- I was getting tweets and uh, like people like actually really loved that one. Mm-hmm. Um. So check that one out with Ali Maki. Ali Maki. And then uh, last the week before that we did mm-hmm. one with Eric Ochoa. Yeah, super ego. Super ego. Yeah, and uh, stay tuned for... Oh, oh my God, I keep forgetting. Next week. We got a packed... We got... We're, we got... Guys, these weeks coming up, we got some The bangers. OG himself. Yes. Timothy De La Ghetto is coming in next week. Mm-hmm. Week after that, Melvin Gregg, mm-hmm. the Viner, mm-hmm. uh, and now he's on Freakish on Hulu. Yes. And after that... We have Karin Sony, my buddy, yeah. who is... Uh, in who's Deadpool. on Ghostbusters, Deadpool. He's going to be on Office Christmas Party coming yeah. out soon. He some... He's also on Blunt Talk on uh, on TV. He's crushing it. Yeah. He's on every... yeah, yeah. That's, that is a packed schedule we have coming up. Yeah. So, guys, I mean, get Dude, ready. Cause get ready. <laughs> subscribe. Become a Patreon. Tell your friends Patreon. about this because we're about to blow up. This is going to be a real... We're going to go out in 2016 with, with a bang. With a, a bang. It's yeah. gonna be great. I'm looking at fifty thousand by you, New Year's. I feel like Ali, you're gonna we're gonna get another sponsorship. I kind of feel it. I don't want to jinx it, but we I have feel something like we're gonna get in the works. Sponsorship. We have something in the works. We, do? we have something in the works. Oh, Let's just say we're gonna be riding to success on the sponsorship. That <laughs> sounds like we're getting a bicycle, a tandem bicycle, and I'm very into that, guys. Thank you so much. Please subscribe. Tell your friends about us. Um, hit up our Patreon. And uh, uh, midweek, we're going to talk about Halloween. We're going to talk about Halloween. Yeah. And then the week after that, we got to talk about this we gotta voting. Get real. We, we got to talk real. about this election coming up. How exactly you vote for things and down ballot. And if you don't give a shit about the presidential candidates, there's more important people to vote yes. for. So we got a packed schedule coming up, guys. We love you. We'll see you next week. I'm Asfali. Ali Baluch. This is The Apartment. Bye. Oh, and shout oh. out. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm glad we forgot about these people. Oh, man. These pieces of shit. We have to shout them out every time because they actually help us. They do. But I want to tell you, me and Ali are going to, we're going to go solo. We're going to go solo and one day. This thing is really going to go downhill because it, we won't have any help. That's what happens when you break off, when people think they can go <laughs> off on their own. And they're like, oh, maybe all of those people helped me become good. Yeah. Like, well, who's that girl from uh, the lead singer from Pussycat Dolls? Nicole. Sharers. Yeah. She went solo and she went nowhere. But when she was with the Pussycat Dolls, she was riding fame. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it works, though. Sometimes. Unless you're like. This guy. This guy. It this only guy works if you're that guy. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so shout out to our producers, <laughs> Imran J. Khan and Sumer Khan for yes. helping us structure these questions and these episodes and helping us guide them. And get these guests and do all this. Sh- get, get our sponsors and do all our this. our sponsors, man. Yeah. Shout out to Adidas for... And, okay, so maybe Sumer might have hooked up that, yeah, uh, yeah. that sponsorship. So, so sh- once again, shout outs to Adidas. Hey, you wanted to get a suit jacket, but you also do crime? Wear this Adidas jacket. I, I do a lot of crime. Illegal. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I'm a criminal. Okay. I'm Asfali. Ali Baluch. Last time I'm the this is the apart I'm the apartment. 
This is the apartment this podcast. This is the apartment. <laughs> I'm the apartment. You are the you, apartment. You all live in, inside of me. Do we have a name? Because like, I feel like everyone has like <laughs> dumbass names for like their viewers. Like, First you, of all, let's not degrade our viewers into a nickname. I'm not going to call you guys the, the roommates or some bullshit like that. You guys are adults and you, have, you guys have opinions and dreams. And I'm not going to degrade you into some bullshit nickname that you guys all are. You guys are individuals. And I'm, I would call you by your name if I knew you. I respect that. And, okay. And on that note. On that note, we'll see you guys next week. You got a packed schedule. Have a good one, guys. Bye. Bye.